1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Great weekend, everybody. Gangs all here ready to go on this Monday, Game 5, perhaps the final game of the NBA Finals tonight in Denver. We'll do over-under coming up here in a little bit. The U.S. Open begins on Thursday in Los Angeles at L.A. Country Club. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at Show. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick show this hour brought to you by Meguiar's. They've come to the rescue again. The new hybrid ceramic tire shine renews dull tires by darkening the appearance, adding long lasting high gloss and keeping it shining. Even when exposed to water, give Meguiar's hybrid ceramic tire shine a try. Meguiar's reflect your passion play of the day stat of the day, poll question, all of that forthcoming On the program, Reggie Miller will join us coming up a little bit later on. ESPN NBA host Malika Andrews will join us from Denver. Your phone calls are always welcome, as we always do every Monday. Best and worst of the weekend, what you saw that you liked, you didn't like. Operator Tyler is standing by to take your phone calls. 877-3DP-SHOW. Also, say good morning if you're watching on Peacock. Download the app. You can watch this program. Also, our radio affiliates around the country Fox Sports Radio, iHeart Radio. Coming into the NBA Finals, Nikola Jokic's resume was already looking Hall of Fame worthy. He had two MVPs, and if it wasn't for a late push by Joe B, he would have been a three-peater here. But in order to secure your place as one of the greatest big men all time, you got to win some championships. And maybe one championship, at least to start, Uh, Jokic and the Nuggets are on the verge of capturing the first title with a win tonight, not only for uh, the Joker, but also the Nuggets franchise. And you start talking about big men, the greatest of all time. Well, you start with Bill Russell when it comes to winning championships. Kareem, Shaq, there are quite a few players. Hakeem go down the list of great big men. But this is a chance for Joker to put his name, at least in the conversation, as a great center of all time. I'm not comparing him to Kareem or Bill Russell or even Shaq, but he's only 28, and it's not like he's going to slow down because he's slowed down already. It's not like he's not going to be able to jump that high because he doesn't jump that high. But you've already put away Kevin Durant and LeBron James, and now you're trying to put away the Miami Heat. That'll be coming up tonight. Over under, in case you're wondering, the Miami Heat are getting nine points tonight. In Denver. Nine. Dang. There's also a bet that you can make on DraftKings. The largest lead of the game tonight, 14 and a half. Anybody going over 14 and a half?
3: Oh, oh, a lead at any point in the game? Yeah. Largest lead,
4: not margin, lead. I'll go
2: over. All right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Pie to the face. Pie, pie to the-
4: <laughs> yes, I'll take a pie in the face. I'll take as many pies as I'm wrong. Ooh. Oh. Okay. So if the over under if they only end up with a eleven point lead. If they only go to with one a one point lead the entire time, I would get many pies. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'll do that. Okay. Here's the over under.
2: Everybody loves to play. And you can do the take home version if you would like. I'm gonna start with Todd Fritz over under the Joker tonight.
5: 28 and a half.
4: Seton. 31 and a half. Marvin. BBS. 29 and a half. Blue. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Whatever. It's a carryover from
2: last week. You are killing it. I'm trying, DP. Yeah, this is getting old. I know. Over under Jimmy Butler. Marvin.
5: 22
4: and a half. Dang, that's disrespectful. Paulie. 26 and a half. Blue, blue, blue. Front row.
2: That's all we do. Front row. Front row. All right. Jamal Murray tonight. Seton O'Connor. 27 and
3: a half.
5: Marvin. 25 and a half. What what is going on right now?
3: What is going on right now?
2: (laughs) Okay. If uh, it's a sweep for the front row, then there has to be some consequences for the back row. Todd, take your pants off. (laughs) I've been waiting for this opportunity. (laughs) Two and a half points. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> over under bam out of bio come on toddler
4: What's Okay, us Todd.
2: 17 and a half Seton O'Connor 21 and a half Marvin
5: 20 and a half oh!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Todd pantless Todd take
2: off your pants are you telling
3: the truth then yes
2: I swear oh, that's I, crazy I, I got the numbers Try right here take your pants off Todd oh. take your pants Todd, off I'm, so, I'm, glad I'm, I'm so glad I'm
3: partially
4: blind <laughs> He'll be fully blind when (laughs) he takes off his pants. I'd pray for that. Yeah. Manchester United kid on. Go ahead, toddler. Yeah. That's all I would have
5: on my hat and my Manchester shirt. Why do
2: you have Manchester United on? I don't
5: know, I just felt like wearing it.
2: Manchester City
3: is
5: I know. I just you know what? I grabbed his shirt and I'm like, I'm gonna wear this one.
3: (laughs) I I think Todd was trying to pay homage to Manchester winning the title. But he went with the exact opposite. Mm,
5: yeah, I don't have the Man City shirt, but we have this. So I'm like, you know what? It's got my name on the back. It's cute. Mary, go with it. You got
3: the Manchester part of
2: it.
5: It's cute. goes with my black shorts. It's nice.
2: Your kit, yeah. as they like to say. You got your
5: kit. I got my kit and my caboodle yeah. underneath. <laughs> okay.
2: All right. Uh,
4: poll question today. <laughs> what are we going to go with? there, Seton O'Connor. Uh, let's see. I've got, how was your weekend? Long or short? Okay. I had a long weekend. But you can have a long, great weekend. Yeah, you can. Yeah. So maybe we'll do a long, in parentheses, good. Can you have a long... short, short bad weekend? Bad? Yeah, you know, like, well, that was a short weekend. Yeah. It feels like when you have a long weekend, it's not a good thing. Uh, but, but long weekends are always good things. But if you had a long weekend, it's a bad thing. Todd had one on how the NBA Finals will play out tonight.
2: Do you want to give us the? Uh, I'd love to. Possibilities here.
5: Nuggets win convincingly. Nuggets win in a tight one. Heat win convincingly, which it would be odd, but you never know. Heat win a tight one, and I don't know. Stop stressing me out.
4: Is this giving you a lot of stress? This. There's there there using... could be some people out
5: there like I don't know who's going to win. Leave me alone. I don't. Very few I people don't, I don't, pick that one. I
2: don't think there are people out there going. Stop asking me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it
4: doesn't take, it doesn't I take I much know. to Anyone get anxious.
2: feeling that way right now. The, single, <laughs> <laughs> the 2016 Cavs are the only <laughs> team to come back from a 3 <laughs> 1 deficit in the NBA Finals, beating the Golden State Warriors. We just mentioned that. When somebody says no chance, I say low chance. Low chance. Miami, no chance? No. Low chance to win tonight. Just throwing that out there, there's always the possibility that. Uh, Miami could come back and win this. Here's Michael Malone. Don't call him Mike, the Nuggets head coach.
1: My biggest concern going into any closeout game is human nature and fighting against that. You know, you're up 3-1, and, you know, most teams, when you're up 3-1, they come up for air, they relax, and they they just kind of take it for granted that, oh, we're going to win this. Our approach has to be that we're down 3-1. You know, very desperate. We have to be more desperate. And my hope is that tomorrow night in front of just an unbelievable crowd incredible environment, that our players understand the opportunity in front of them and take full advantage of it.
2: Obviously, that interview done yesterday, he doesn't know the game is tonight. That would have been odd if he was speaking today and it's like, tomorrow night,
4: uh, what else do you have, seen Coaching is a lot of cliches. Yes, it is. It really is. Yes. It's high cliché, although he seems to like have his team – buying into those clichés. Hey, we're we're down 3-1. We're not up 3-1. Well, he has no problem in calling them out publicly. Yeah.
2: Uh, Eric Spoelstra does not do that with the Miami Heat. So different philosophies there, but there but Michael Malone has no problem saying, you know, we didn't give any effort here. You can also bet on who you think will have the first basket tonight. Anybody want to take a stab at uh, who they think will have the first basket tonight? Um Joker is the favorite.
3: Yeah, really? He's usually a pass first, especially in the well, first quarter.
2: I'm I'm just saying top five odds to score the first basket in game five. You want to get him going early. <laughs> uh, it's Joker, it's Bam, Jamal Murray, Jimmy Butler, Michael Porter Jr. the third. They got that all wrong. <laughs> I feel like it's Michael Porter Junior the third or Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Feels like there'll be a miss and then a put back and then they'll go, Oh, oh, he's gonna get he's already gone. He's gonna have a big night. He, <laughs> yes. <laughs> how,
5: how about they ride that Kevin Love train and he gets the first basket? That would be fun.
2: Yeah, well just had a, his wife just delivered a baby boy. There you go. Yeah.
5: First couple of points, Caleb.
4: Love. Yeah.
2: All
4: right. What else do you have, Seton Counter? Uh t- <laughs> This is a funny video that uh, Todd just sent in a poll question about. uh, When approaching a team mascot, I'm more likely to hug it or punch it.
5: (laughs) I would hope if we use that hug it in a landslide would win. But you don't know. There's a couple of crazy people out there.
4: Like Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor.
5: Punching Bernie the mascot. Then punching him a second time while he's down. What are you doing?
2: He had no idea that that mascot was hurt. That the guy inside the mascot was hurt.
5: Doesn't know his own strength. But the guy had to go to the ER. A mascot to the emergency room over a little play fight? He is.
2: He's kind of uh, taunting him as they're pulling him off the floor. And the guy might have been knocked out, but Conor McGregor punched the mascot. I don't think he knew where the guy's head was in the the outfit there. And he just
3: winds up and wails on him, and he might have you know cold cocked this guy. Yeah, Paulie? By the reaction of the other people that are kind of on the mascot team, it's clearly some type of bit, obviously, that's going on. But McGregor hits some kind of upside the head and takes him down. Like he goes down, and the second one is a driving punch downward into his beak, <laughs> and his head has nowhere to go. Like when he when he hits him in the head, he's got a big cushion. But the next one. And it's funny because, like, the street team for the Heat yeah. is all running around, like, waving them off. And the guy's like, No, I don't want to get up. No, you know.
2: no, I'm in the bit here. You know, hey, <laughs> they, this is a bit, right? And then they drag the mascot off the floor. That
5: was the worst part, beyond the two punches and however yeah. injured he was. They're dragging him across the court while he may be. And Connor
2: McGregor, tough guy, is is taunting him as they're pulling. He's, he's trying to make fun of him and say something to him while Poor Bernie. dragging him off. There was no trail of blood, though. But uh, poor Bernie. Bernie got roughed up a little bit. But, you know, that's heat culture. He'll be back. He'll be ready to go tonight. That's yeah. what
5: the emergency room thought they saw everything. <laughs> Here comes Bernie, the mascots, going through the ER doors. What's this?
2: Yeah, he's on a gurney, and all of a sudden those big feet are there and a big head there. Wouldn't even fit on the gurney. Yeah, Paulie?
3: Uh, here's what I want. If the mascot sues Conor McGregor, which Conor McGregor. I'm calling my shot that he's absolutely going to sue when you watch court TV in the case, he has to be in the mascot oh, outfit. Sure. He has to be at the you know, the lawyer next to him, the briefs, and he's sitting in a mascot outfit and just nodding
5: his head because he can't talk. I can't start an IV. His fur is blocking the needle. What am I supposed to do? Here?
2: Okay. What was worse, though, the two punches or the outfit that Conor McGregor was wearing?
3: It, it looked like he was going to a disco in 1978. That's a bad look
2: by Conor what? McGregor. Badass? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Oh. It, it was velour.
4: It was red velour. Not good. I still don't believe that that's a real story. I don't know. You mean that he heard him? Yeah. I think he heard him. I don't think he did. I think he did. No. <laughs> so you're saying that Bernie... I think it's commitment to the bit. Okay. Yeah.
2: And I respect that, you know. Not exactly Andy Kaufman going in, uh, you know, f- wrestling with somebody. But, uh, all right, he's he's all in. Everybody's all in on this. I think Bernie got rocked a little bit. I, th- I, think, I think kind of a great. Sometimes you get out there and you get caught up in things, and then all of a sudden you swing a little harder. It's like when you get on the mound when you're throwing out the first pitch and you're like, uh, no, I'm just going to toss it there. And you get out there and you go, I'm going to throw this really hard. And then you throw it to the back stomp. Yes, Paul?
3: Yeah, I'm watching it in slow motion, which is really fun, by the way. The first one kind of grazes the top of his head and doesn't really hurt on that bend. The second one, again, is a driving punch with the head against the floor. <laughs> yeah, no, There's no, no give. The second one
2: is the one who I, I think that rocks him a
3: little bit. Give me a
2: break. According
3: to oh Heat, uh, he will not God. miss any more games, so he's right. He'd be right back. That'd be
2: great if he was on the injured <laughs> list. <laughs> you know, players injured, and then they put Bernie. And <laughs>
3: questionable. Ben Simmons was injured watching this happen. Wow.
2: Hey, I saw video of Ben Simmons looking jacked. Yeah. And I said, where's the basketball in the video? That's all I care about. Yeah. Looking, I, looking I jacked? I don't care how good you look. I want to know how good looking is your jump shot. That's all I care about. They're like, man, Ben Simmons, he is in the lab working out. And I go, you know what the lab is to me? The gym. Shoot. Yes, Todd.
5: I want to know. We were suggesting that it was a bit. How far do you take the bit with the mascot? You get him into the ER. He's sitting there among a bunch of humans, and there's just one <laughs> fuzzy animal sitting there. It's like, okay, can I leave next. now? It's just a bit. I'm actually fine.
2: Uh, yes, uh, Bernie. Is there Bernie here? Oh, okay. Come on in. <laughs> Your blood pressure is very high. I know.
5: Can I take this head off of my thing here? It's making me hot. All right.
2: We'll come up with a poll question. Malik Andrews from uh, the Mothership will join us next hour. Reggie Miller will uh, join us in the final hour of the program. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Thanks to everybody who has been voting on Marvin's Cookout Playlist. It's been great. A lot of fun. And uh, we came about with this idea that you want to have control over your phone plan. Get exactly what you want, only pay for what you need. And we thought, okay, my plan from Verizon. And we said to Verizon, hey, would you sponsor the uh, Marvin's Cookout Playlist each Friday? where you get to take control over part of our show. Each week, we ask you to go to danpatrick.com, vote on who should be on Marvin's Cookout playlist each Friday. These are the choices for this Friday. Mm -hmm. Funk, soul, disco, rap, gospel. Oh, Let's go, gospel. All right. CC Winans. BB Winans. Yeah. Just the Winans in general. Is there a DD? I don't know if there's a DD wine. There's BB and CC. <laughs> and then DD you could.
5: Keenan Ivory wine? No, yeah. that's somebody else.
2: No, thank you, Todd. So take control <laughs> of your uh, phone plan with my plan from Verizon. And take control of our show. Thanks for voting. DanPatrick.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with
2: It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder.
3: It's beer cracking season.
2: It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and... To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer
1: carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Big news to announce next hour. I've written a book.
2: Co-wrote it with uh, one of the writers from The Simpsons. That sounds like the news.
4: Well. It's a big news to announce next hour. I wrote a book. That sounds like the news. Is there different news than that? Well, how to get the book.
1: Oh. That's the
4: news. That's the news that, that I've... I've written a book. So, this is, is news? This is news, but. The, That's not the big news, though. The big news is announced next hour. Yeah.
2: It's called The Occasionally Accurate Annals of Football, the NFL's Greatest Players, Plays, Scandals, and Screw Ups, plus Stuff We Totally Made Up. And uh, we'll give you a heads up on how you can pre order that.
4: Congratulations. Thank you. That, that is big Very news. Very nice. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I think they're talking New York Times bestseller list. Well, that depends on this audience, though. But we'll let you know. You can pre-order it and uh, be uh, out in time for the football season. But I'll let you know coming up next hour when we uh, speak to Malika Andrews from the Mothership, Reggie Miller, in the final hour of the program. I've been watching this show. It's called Jury Duty. And everybody is in on the joke except for one person. So everybody's an actor, including James Marsden. He's the big name that you would recognize. But everybody's on Jury Duty. And except for one guy, he thinks it's an actual jury trial. And uh, even the judge is in on it. It is sneaky great. Sneaky great. I stumbled upon it and I'm like, okay, nobody likes jury duty, but they make fun or have fun with jury duty. Yes, Pauline.
3: Okay, I'm trying to understand it. So there's one person who's there and thinks it's a real court case? Yes. And everyone else is an actor? Yes. And so the focal point is the guy who doesn't know yes
2: and right. there's so many crazy things that happen and and he's even saying gosh they could make a TV show or a movie out of this while they're making a TV <laughs> show out of this and I'm uh, I'm five episodes in it's really really funny have you ever tried to get out of jury duty Fritzy?
5: I have and I successfully did I'm sitting in some room that they bring bring you all in and then they may call you into an actual jury room and then the uh... I guess the lawyers will ask questions to see if anybody's biased in some way. And I didn't want to miss work and I didn't want to make that commitment. You know, I'm a good, good American and everything, but I'm not retired. I have (laughs) commitments to the show. So I.
2: What were the questions they asked? One of the
5: questions was, are you related to or familiar with any of the attorneys. And I said, oh, that's the Trantolo of Trantolo guy. I love that guy. <laughs> so, of course, the other side's no way going to pick me. Another one was about are you able to fulfill your duties and be able to sit for uh, a number of days on a – trend?" speaking of duties, I said I have Crohn's disease and I can't sit still for any length of time. I'll miss all kinds of evidence because I have to keep going to the bathroom. So I don't know if I'm the best candidate. That's I actually a
3: very fair excuse I for that. I think time. it is. And then I also uh,
5: went on to say – that uh, My dad was a police officer, so I tend to lean towards a person being guilty in some way without hearing <laughs> any of the evidence. And they still picked you? No, and then they, made, oh, okay. they they announced some of the people that were free to go, and I was on that list, not shocking to me. And I went back into the jury pool, and I think I was out by 2 in the afternoon instead of 5. It was nice.
2: Seton, you came back
4: with a whole new, like, uh, mindset? or Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, Maybe just... it's, like, super nerdy of me, but I really enjoyed jury duty. I thought it was awesome. It was like something weird about like being part of the process. Yeah, Like it's like a foundational part of the country is, you know, being a a jury trial or whatever. And it was just like, I thought it was really awesome. My trial was like super lame, Um, but just, I don't know, something about being part of the process. I just really enjoyed. Well, the case is a guy was inebriated
2: or high, and he worked in a TV, a T-shirt factory, and he fell asleep and urinated all over these T-shirts which happens. Yeah. That, old, that
3: old bit? That yeah,
2: yeah, that charge. And uh, so they're, they're just really getting to the meat of the trial there. But everything that goes on behind the scenes, they interview them all the time. They go to the hotel where they're staying, and they got all this access. And James Marsden is a somewhat famous actor, and he is in character. He is great. It's so much, so much fun, so many sneaky things. It's called jury
4: duty. And, Seton, you saw a movie this weekend that you were uh, raving about. Oh, man, it's called The Farewell. Tremendous, fantastic movie. It was really, really great. Uh, It's with uh, Aquafina in it, um, and it's uh, basically the idea is her. She moved from China when she was young with her family, but she still has family that's back there, and then her grandmother uh, has cancer and is dying. Yes. And uh, it's all about them basically going back there and saying goodbye to her. Fantastic movie. Highly recommend.
2: Yeah, this is a couple of years old. Uh, was it
4: up for an Academy Award? Uh, I remember when it came out in the story. 2019, yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know I don't know if it won any awards or not. It should have, though. It's, it's a great movie. Really, really good. Yes, Todd.
5: I understand that Deer Park and Poland Springs are also in it with Aquafina, <laughs> which is weird. How <laughs> rare is that that they would all be in that? found that fascinating. Aquafina is a brand of bottled water. Like <laughs> 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 a thousandth person to make that joke. All available at all stores that sell soft drinks and bottled water. Thank you,
2: Todd.
4: Thank you. Okay, what's the poll question we're going to go with? I actually put up there the possibility of the heat coming back oh. in the series is no chance or low chance. Okay. <laughs> Just to see. You can't say no chance. You can't. I mean, you can. Well,
3: you shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. It, you should not be able to be on air afterwards if you say no chance and it goes the other way. Mm. There, there should be a new rule in sports mm. media. If you're a no chance guy, because a couple people did that with the heat in the last series, then a, a, after the series over, you you take a break.
2: Should we have like a sports judge that will hand out sentences, punishment? Yes. When, when you have a so-called hot take and it turns out to be a freezing cold take and then you have to have some kind of shame attached to that. Like when the weatherman makes a mistake. Do we, you know, he didn't lose his job. He'd be like, "Up, oh, get ready! This storm is going to be one of the worst ever." And then all of a sudden, you're like,
5: "Well, at the last minute, the jet stream kind of went <laughs> northwest, which it wasn't supposed to do. How uh, am I
3: supposed to?" I, that's called a loss. That's an L. Yes, Paul. But like with the Heat, Celtics. What? Celtics were down two zero at in home games. There are a number of people on national TV said sure. it's over no chance. It, it's like they've never watched sports before.
2: Yeah, but they're they're conditioned to have a hot take. Yeah. Like, you have to have something that's definitive. And, you know, I go back to uh, Big Perk on the mothership where he said that uh, Joker was, you know, padding his stats. I went, okay, how do you know that? And shouldn't everybody want to pad their stats the way the Joker does? But, hey, I had this and I'm going to say it and I'm going to stick by it. Well, there's no repercussions with any of this stuff. You just say it.
3: Yeah, Paul. But, but there should be. I remember there was a game. I was watching, I don't know, some college football show. is Army at Oklahoma. And I, well, this is uh, this is cute. It'll be a fun first quarter. But Army really has no chance against Oklahoma. Yeah. I think the game went to overtime. Yeah, it did. Remember that one? Yeah. 31-31 or something? Yes. I, mean, I hate that it, stuff. Yeah.
2: So tonight it's the Heat and Nuggets game five. U.S. Open uh, starts Thursday at LACC. Wonderful, wonderful place. Got to play that course. When last time I played there, they were setting up for the U.S. Open, and I'm looking back. Like there's a par three, and uh, I'm going where are the t- are they going to play these tees for the U.S. Open? And the guy that I'm with, uh, Johnny O, says no back there, and I'm like, it's like 50 yards further than what the members were teeing off, but it's a you know it's got everything. That course is a wonderful, wonderful test. It'll be at LACC. Uh, starting on Thursday. Uh, Golden Knights are up 3-1 on the Panthers, and uh, Game 5 will be tomorrow night. Some phone calls uh, coming up. By the way, sandwiched in between all of this, uh, you had the uh, Canadian Open, the RBC, and it was won by a a local, well, Canadian, Nick Taylor, and first time that's happened in like seven decades here and did it in dramatic fashion, a 72-foot putt to win the Canadian Open in a playoff And uh, it's sort of forgotten because you got the U.S. Open coming up. You got all the Live Tour stuff. And a year ago, the Canadian Open is where golfers were asked about, you know, those going to the Live Tour or why are you going to the Live Tour? Rory won it again. Rory was going to be sort of the poster child for the PGA Tour. And then here we are a year later, and it feels like everybody's back in the same sandbox here uh michael in arkansas leads us off this morning best and worst of the weekend mike good
4: morning dan morning shout out to all my fellow dead dad club members out there all right uh, <laughs> best of the weekend almost turned out to be a worst of the weekend i was stuck last night at the dallas lovefield airport for several hours due to a weather delay but i wound up being stuck at the same gate with leslie david baker also known as stanley hudson from the office and he's a super nice guy. I got awesome. To chat with him for several minutes. Yeah. Um, worst of the weekend, my St. Louis Cardinals are doing their absolute best to catch the Oakland Athletics for worst <laughs> record in Major League Baseball. Um, so that sucks. Uh, and I have a request. If you don't have time today, that's fine. But my friend Harrison's been listening to the show for a while now, and he's never heard the story of Fritzy getting trapped in the, light like, costume at the Milwaukee Brewers baseball game. And I was wondering if Seton could retell that story sometime. Alrighty. Well, uh, thank you, Michael
2: Seaton. You want to uh, give us the cliff notes version?
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's my story to tell necessarily, but I do like to do the impression of Todd when we were there <laughs> and he got stuck. Okay. So we were
2: invited to go to Milwaukee and they have a sausage race, a sausage off and you got to wear your costume. And, uh, so the, these are heavy costumes, and you're not quite – it's hard to be balanced when you're running around the, this, the uh, infield or wherever it was for, from pole to pole. And uh, we got done with it. Nobody fell. McLovin ended up winning. And then Todd came in last, pulling up the rear, and uh, Seaton take over
4: from so there. So they're trying to get Todd out of this uh, costume, and there's like some like – Guy back there, you know, like, I don't know, like a PA or something, who's just like, no, man, you just have to, like, move your arm in and then, like, it'll come off. And Todd is starting to go, You got to get me out of this thing. It's getting hot. I'm getting hot, guys. You got to get me out of this thing. You got to get me out of this thing. My arm
5: doesn't move like that. I don't know what you're saying. There are people much smaller attack. than you. My, that my got arm out doesn't of
4: bend it. like that. I can't, my arm doesn't bend like that. Somebody's got to help me.
5: Yeah, had no bedside manner. He's like, There are people much smaller than you that were able to very much bigger than you. They were able to easily get themselves out of the holes in the arms. I'm like, I don't know, I can't bend my
4: elbow that it's way. It's getting hot. There's it's getting hot in here. Got lightheaded, I really do. Two
3: 19-year-old mm-hmm. college interns struggling with Todd cool thing. Sh-
4: like looking at each other. Like. huge
3: meaty arms that are stuck in this mm-hmm. costume and they and she, she's trying to tuck his arm sleeve back in and slide it, and he's yelling, "Help me! Help me!" Like, I'm
5: just sweating, so I'm arm. not getting stuck to the material, so it makes it even harder. And I really felt like nobody
4: just... else, nobody else had these. No, issues. I just
5: felt the paleness of my face. like if I didn't get like some ginger ale
4: or a Coke I feel like or many people have been able to get out of this with no problem. You got to get me out of this thing, guys! You got to get me out of this! <laughs> you
5: guys are giggling, and I'm trying to explain to you that I think there's going to be a medical episode. that's going to happen any minute. Oh You're a medical episode, no, and goodness. I was I
4: was begging uh, Casey, our camera guy, at the please keep recording, please keep. Yeah. This. You have to get this video, but with, I don't I'm not saying we're ever going to use it, but you have to get this video. And him being the nice person that he is, he uh, refused to get video Ugh. of Todd. We are laughing. We oh were la- so Todd
2: can't see us, but we're just giggling. <laughs> not funny, guys. It, but he's stuck in there. We all have our costumes, you know, the heads off. and And, and you know, it was warm. But the, Todd was freaking out. It was like 100
5: out. degrees that day. Full-blown panic, yes. Full panic
2: attack. Full-blown panic attack. There could have been tears. Yeah. There could have. We you got to get
1: me out of this thing, guys. you got to get me out of this. this I, getting hot I here. really
5: felt like I was about 90 seconds away from passing out in the thing, and then you'd have to wheel me into some truck.
2: That would be great. <laughs> then we'd take you into the hospital, just like Bernie, the Miami yeah, Heat. Yeah, and mascot. how do you start an
5: IV when you got this big costume on? <laughs> I don't even know how they get to my veins or what they would do to me.
2: Gus in L.A. Hi, Gus. What do you have for me this morning?
6: Good morning, Mr. Patrick. Hope you and the guys had a great weekend. That little story was almost the best of my weekend right there. Um, so, a little small best of the weekend. Really wasn't a big sports weekend per se, unless you're a Canadian golfer. Um, the uh, John Sterling, not sure if you guys saw this, John Sterling doing the game takes a foul ball to the head yep. and stayed in the game and called the rest of the game.
2: This is what it sounded like. Now, the... Th- 3-2. Swung on. A pop foul back here.
1: Ow! Ow! <laughs> Ow!
2: It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. <laughs> John is 82 years of age, still calling the Yankees
4: game. Hit him right in the
2: forehead. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, You know, because he's watching the game, and, you know, the ball goes up. I'm, I guess he's thinking it's not going to come into the booth. Play it again, Marvin. Now the... Th- 3-2, swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! <laughs> Ow! Ow!
4: <laughs> it really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. You know they have video of it, Mm -hmm. and uh, you could see him. He's three two or whatever, and he's watching it. His eyes go up, and he's watching it, and it must go out of his out of his like line of sight because then he starts looking straight, and he's like sort of moving on with the rest of the play, and then all of a sudden it smashes him right in the head and knocks his glasses off his head, and he's sort of he has a big smile on his face. Yeah, he took one for the team. He he said, "Yes, Paul."
3: I'll give him credit. Being there at eighty three is already impressive, but he shook it off, and he was he didn't go for assistance. He just got to the next batter. What else do you have, Gus?
6: And then, unfortunately, the worst of the weekend is the embarrassment that the sport of boxing has become. Last night, Floyd Mayweather decided to take on John Gotti's grandkid. Didn't know he had one, but apparently he does. And uh, there's like a like they call the fight because I guess Floyd's just mopping the floor with him. And they call the fight, and a massive brawl breaks out. And I'm like, you know, you know, yeah, this it's a stupid thing. Floyd took the fight, whatever. But I'm like, this is what it is now. This is why people watch boxing now. It's for the circus acts that are taking place. It's like we used to, you know, be like, oh, these are, you know, million-dollar fights going on, the best of the best. And now it's just like, oh, well, which circus act is going to fight this circus act? And that, to me, is the worst of the weekend, boys. You boys have a great
2: All right. Thank you, Gus. Yeah, I saw the video. Uh, It felt like the fight after the fight was more entertaining than the so-called fight itself. but. This was sort of an exhibition. Floyd just does exhibitions now. I don't think it was a true fight, but then all of a sudden it got a little a little more real after the fight. Yeah, Paul.
3: There was actually a real boxing match this weekend, a great one. Teofimo Lopez versus Josh Taylor. I think they're junior welterweights. It went the distance. Teofimo Lopez, he's a star and It was really good. That's the kind of boxing that people should be watching, not the exhibitions.
2: And I'm very fortunate to have, well, sometimes I'm fortunate, but then I have that to compare it to with what it used to be. And the sport was a big deal. And you had, you know, maybe a lot of these boxers are now training to be UFC fighters, MMA, because there's more money, more eyeballs there. And uh, boxing used to be. You know, you're, you just run down the list of all of the great fighters that uh, I had the opportunity to, you know, watch those fights or interview them. And when I lived in New York, I remember going to the Garden all the time because there were always great fights that were there. Or going to Atlantic City, there were always great fights there. And you just don't have that buzz anymore. You know, it's a shame. All right, let's take a break. We got our play of the day coming up next year. If you've listened to the show before, you've heard me talk about Simply Safe. I talk about Simply Safe a lot. Best home security of 2023, 2022, 2021. That'd be a three P. U.S. News and World Report honored them with that title. So they could be resting on their laurels, but they're not. They are there for you 24 seven. They're working on the next big thing. Like this one, the new two in one smoke and CO detector, next generation hazard detection. This is what it does. Distinguishes between fire and cooking smoke so your home is protected and you get fewer false alarms. The new smoke and CO detector sensors joining Simply Safe's comprehensive suite of advanced security cameras, sensors, hazard detectors for seamless whole home monitoring. 24/7 professional monitoring and the service is going to cost under a dollar a day. Right now get 20% off the new system when you sign up for interactive monitoring. That's simplysafedan.com. Simplysafedan.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for listening
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike Oh my god. The play.
4: The play is play. of the day.
1: are gonna play it and play it. This is the play of the day.
5: Check this out. Swing of the putter. Comes up with some speed. Now up the rise. For the eagle.
1: For the win to the cap. Take it! Yes, yes, yes. The drought is over. The drought is over. Nick Taylor with the Eagle. The 2023 RBC Canadian Open champion. History. History. 500 FedEx Cup points. Two-year exemption. He's an icon now in this country. Nick Taylor
2: wins the RBC Canadian Open. That's courtesy of PGA Tour Radio on Sirius. XM. Wow. That's your play of the day. Play of the day is brought to you by Mercedes Benz, the range of SUVs. Every member waiting to impress. Learn more. MBUSA.com. Intelligence runs in the family. Innovation runs in the family. Extraordinary runs in the family. Uh, Djokovic ended up winning the French Open. That's 23 singles titles for him. And as he now, he's not a young guy. But he's a standalone guy with Federer not around anymore. And Nadal's career is probably on its last leg. Uh, No pun intended, but he had hip surgery. And uh, now to be Joker just trying to compete against uh, himself. It's almost like when Larry Holmes was great, when Lennox Lewis was great in boxing, they didn't have any rivals there. And uh, Djokovic, he had rivals with Federer and Nadal, but... Now with twenty three, I remember when Pete Sampras got to what sixteen. That was a big deal, but I talked to Pete Sampras one time about Federer, and I said, "What do you think of Federer?" He goes, "He is attempting shots that I don't even think you can you can attempt, and and he's completing them." He just said it's it's just completely different. The athletes who were there with Djokovic, and uh, you know he's won the first two and. uh, I mean, he would probably have 25 if not for his stance on COVID, but ended up winning the French Open. And without Nadal there, there not as much competition. And uh, he ended up winning it. Poll results, if you can, Seaton, from the first 45 minutes of the program.
4: Dan, we put up there uh, the heat coming back, the chances of them coming back in this series. No chance or low chance. Mm-hmm. You're going to be very disappointed in the audience, because 60% of them right now are saying no chance. No chance. That is okay. Just... Uh, I, I think they have a very, very, very low chance.
2: I like how everybody was, you know, trumpeting. Uh, Reggie Miller said the Heat in six. Nick Wright came on last week. He said that the Heat are going to win. And, you know, nobody talks about their role players. Well, we're talking about their role players. And it's not good. They haven't played well. As much as we wanted to say all the undrafted players, well, they're playing like they should have been undrafted. You got to get that collective performance out of them. This isn't just Jimmy Butler, bam, out of bio. You got to have somebody or two of those guys who goes off and gives you like 21 points. Denver's had that. And you throw that in with Jamal Murray and Jokic playing extremely well. That's why they're up three games to one and a chance to close this out. They are nine-point favorites uh, going into uh, tonight's game five. Uh, Kim in New Jersey. Hey, Kim.
5: Hey, Dan. Hey. First-time caller? Yeah. Uh, Five-six. a soft 280. Soft. I got, um, <laughs> I got a stat of the day involving uh, Andrew McCutcheon.
2: All right, Marv. All
5: right. All right. With injury precautions, 2000 hit yesterday Winner over the Mets. He becomes the fifth active player. Mikel Burrow, Joey Votto, Nelson Cruz, and Elvis Andres. Let's go, Bucks.
2: True stat of the day, courtesy of Kim and Jersey.
6: Start of the day! Start of the day! Start of the day!
2: Start of the day! Of the day. Here comes the time! I forgot he was back with Pittsburgh. Andrew McCutcheon, so 2,000 hits. for, uh, And I don't know how important that is anymore because I don't know how important batting average is. It, it's still, even though we've sped up the game, it still is either you hit a home run or you strike out. Strikeout numbers have to be on a record-setting pace. And if you've sped up the game, and the next time we have the commissioner on, I'm going to tell him, Take away the runner at second base in the 10th inning. That's the reason why you put them there to begin with. The game is sped up, pretty good numbers as far as, you know, hours, minutes. But take away the runner at second base. Never should have been there in the first place. But as far as putting the ball in play, the extra big bases, the pizza boxes there, I don't know if, if we've seen better baseball. I, we've seen quicker baseball, but not necessarily a better product there. Uh, Tyler in Michigan. Hi, Tyler. What's on your mind today?
6: Hey, Dan. Uh, 2.58 and a half and trending downward. Uh, Best of the weekend would be the RBC and the Canadian kid uh, winning it with the walk-off in his uh, home country. Uh, And then Adam Hadwin getting tackled, celebrating uh, with him after that. Great video. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, My worst of the weekend would be Seton uh, crying on Twitter about soccer. Uh, Love you, Uncle Reggie, and suck it back row.
2: Okay. Tyler, were you crying? Or, uh, Seton, you were crying about soccer? I don't
4: know if I was crying about soccer, but I like to live tweet during games. Yeah. So, yeah, I may have been upset about the result of one. (laughs) I don't know that I was crying.
2: Adam Hadwin is a, a PGA Tour professional. He's from Canada. He was waiting around to see if Nick Taylor, fellow Canadian, would win the Canadian Open. And then all of a sudden, Taylor makes the putt, and Adam Hadwin runs out with champagne. He's spraying it all over Nick Taylor. Security, boom, takes him down right on the putting green. And then Nick Taylor's caddies runs over. He goes, no, no, that's Adam Hadwin. He's a, he's a golfer. But this security guard, they don't escort you. They got to tackle you. And this is a golf event. But he was trying to, you know, the crowds were great. But I don't know if they were nervous that the crowds were great, but were they going to be aggressive? And here's Adam Hadwin running out there with champagne, spraying it on Nick Taylor. Boom. Gets taken down on the putting green. Yeah, Paulie.
3: And that security guard, he went low so he wouldn't go headhunting. But then he brought him up and then kind of planted him like, kind of like Chris Jones would get called for Mm. from the Kansas City Chiefs. He would have got 15 on that one.
2: Yeah, I I would say that would be uh, (laughs) unnecessary. That would be aggressive.
3: What what do you think the security guy thought was going to happen with a guy with a bottle of champagne?
2: Well, unless you're spraying that on him and Nick Taylor was okay with you spraying it on him. I don't don't know. Uh. There were a lot of people ran out there, but Adam Hadwin's the one who had the champagne. He's got a weapon. What is it? Champagne! Yes, yeah, Mark.
5: Does that security guard get reprimanded at all?
4: I, I don't know if he gets promoted. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing a good job. He did exactly what he was supposed to do.
3: Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 may, he could have probably walked up and put his hand up and said, please stop, sir.
4: You he, could
2: have. He
3: didn't have to de- clean him and plant him, as there's 40 other dudes also running on. I
2: mean, this isn't where you're running on a baseball field or a football field. This is a golf event. Not and known for attacks. Not, not too often. Not too often. It's signed by the XFL. Hour two coming up. I'll give you the news about uh, the book that I've written and where you can get it, pre-order it. Malika Andrews from The Mothership will join us from Denver. And Reggie Miller will stop by as well. One hour already in the books. Two more to go this Monday.